French fried potatoes. One potato, two potatoes, three potatoes, four, five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes, one potato, two potatoes, three potatoes, four, five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes, more. Potatoes. Welcome to the Potato League Podcast with your hosts, Dan and Tom. Thanks, DJ. Thank you, DJ. Oh, no. Uh... 340. It's been a bit, yeah. 341. <laughs> uh, it's it's not only been a bit, it's also, I don't think I posted the last one, at least. <laughs> so, it's been a bit. But, um, <laughs> we just finished our uh, annual PLP Fantasy Football Draft. Yep. Um, we have this... Thank you to those who joined us well, live. Well, we have this dumb tradition of not notifying people in any way. Yeah. Although, I did cheat a little bit. I sent, uh, when uh, our home league draft was Friday night, and I was texting with my brother, and I said, yeah. oh, by the way, the PLP draft is Sunday yeah, morning. I forgot to notify TJ. I didn't yeah. notify, you know, a couple other people didn't notify Mike. That, that, that's kind of been the fun of it. Just see who shows up. Yeah. Because you will get the notification in your email, whether it goes to your spam or not, I don't know. Uh, but I did get the notification in my email that went to my spam. That your notification for it. Your ESPN league draft has been scheduled or whatever. I so bet that went to my spam. Probably. I bet that went to my spam. Uh, so it's always fun to see who shows up. Um, we did have one show up. Stephen Miller showed yep. up. Thanks, um, Stephen. So it's it's funny doing a draft like that because they uh, you know. It was you and I, and um, my nephew Liam was drafting their team, uh, but my brother was in and out, I think, too. And then Stephen Miller and me, uh, were, so we only had four out of 12, uh, so everything gets auto-drafted, and we were, I was just curious, because I didn't know how the, the, the site settings were set up, mm-hmm. just curious to see how the, the uh, if it would auto fill all of the positions first and then not take yeah. any bench you know not take any bench until they and that is what they did yeah. so dan was trying to wait for because you otherwise you could very easily predict by adp because yeah it just takes next best player um so dan was trying to wait for Kirk cousins after yeah getting was jefferson like, it was like 114 and he got picked yeah like way 30 the- 30 picks ahead of adp because that team had run out of slots to fill yeah um which means a lot of people got yeah. kickers early. Oh, yeah. Defenses early. Yeah, they would have been there like eighth and ninth pick. Yeah. yeah. See, I'd almost... Cheers. Just like, no, just fill, it with the, just fill it with the best available player, and then I'll, I will pick up on waivers accordingly. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the other thing that happens in this. I, d- I just really quickly scanned the waivers, and there's the waiver wire is loaded <laughs> with guys that go not just late, but like eighth, ninth, tenth round. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of really good players that are on the, the waiver wire just because of, it's also because of the way the rankings, those were not projection rankings. I don't know what those were because they had like after the top 12 tight ends, I was just looking at the list. The rest of them were all like down in the two sixties, which is zero. Yeah. Uh, it was just 260, 260, 260. I'm like, that's not, those guys all get drafted. What is? Yeah, which is why I didn't take a second tight end because I yeah. saw that. I'm like, there's going to be a ton of tight ends available. Yeah, like all of if the... I don't like any of my draftees, I can just go. Well, there's still a second. My backup tight ends down there. He'll all play. of those upside guys were there. Um, I ended up just taking Ferguson with the last one, but him and Musgrave and Michael Mayer and 
the the thinking the the consensus well not consensus thinking the the big brain uh people are thinking this this will be because usually rookie tight end is a no-no because they just don't get on the field as much but there are a bunch this year that are going to so mm-hmm. the the uh fantasy hive mind is uh in on uh the, the rookie tight end so i've been hammering that was pretty good especially the last month and they've all shot up too mm-hmm. but uh it was a uh before we came on when i was looking we were looking at my underdog slow drafts i'm down to three which is uh the lowest it's been since may um i was telling dan i had a high of 78 or so going at once averaged around 50 but uh, once those clocks start accelerating, it's nice because the drafts finish a lot faster. Uh, but it's also hell because I'm like at school on with one-hour pit clocks and stuff. Usually anything that happens, you can, oh, I'll get it at the end of the day or I'll get it at lunch. You can't with the one-hour pit clocks. I'm sitting there watching my phone. Uh, but anyway, um, since then, I have done nothing but rewatches. I've noticed. Yeah, and they've all been with Colin. Colin has been into watching movies. Uh, with it, it's hard to get a 12, 13 year old to do anything with you. Yeah. <laughs> so when he is interested to do something, I don't remember how we get. Oh, uh, Robin and Tilly went somewhere, and Colin and I had the house to ourselves for the day, and we made pizza and then um somehow batman came up and i said do you want to ask if you wanted to watch the to him super old batman movies uh from you know the 2000s yeah and he said sure so we watched batman begins he loved it and was immediately even before batman begins was over he was asking about because like he's cool seen, that he liked Batman begin. I mean, I well, I do enjoy that movie, but that is very. That's definitely a tonal shift if you've watched like Batman cartoons and. Oh yeah. Because the first yeah half of the movie, he's not Batman. You know. Yeah. Well, and for a good chunk of rises, he's not Batman. Um. I have. Uh, so anyway, he, he you know he was asking about the he, he had seen clips and stuff and you know he was aware of them he was aware of the Joker and the or or that portrayal of the Joker he couldn't have told you who Heath Ledger was but he's familiar with the with the uh, yeah but it was a big deal um so we watched all three within the span of it was basically every other day we basically kind of watched half of one every night. Mm-hmm. Does that work math-wise? I suppose. Yeah. Uh, it is. It's legit every other night, yeah. So, here's what happened. <laughs> I ended up uh, bumping Rises up, because I had always given it a three and a half. I did, too. I bumped it up last time I rewatched it, when I was doing my Nolan rewatch. It, for two reasons. Two, I got to the end of it, and I'm like, I know this is the one that people bitch about, and people bitch about the plot holes, and and I think it's just because it's the most recent one. When you watch all three of them in a span of you know four or five days, all three of them have massive plot holes. Oh yeah, and you just have to fucking shut that off. Yeah, all three of them have 
just really dumb stuff about them. We've talked about mm-hmm. how the end of... Every time I get to the end of The Dark Knight, I'm just like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> you know? did, yeah, cause it's always like, no, you didn't have to make Harvey out to be the hero. You really didn't. Or, or you could have just... You didn't have you, to. You didn't have to blame the Batman. Exactly. You <laughs> could have blamed the Joker. You captured him. You <laughs> could have blamed the Joker for it all. Like, it's yeah. You didn't have to turn Harvey Dent into a martyr in this one, and that you didn't. Right. You didn't. Um, you, you really didn't have to fucking kill him at all. Just throw right. that out there too. Um, yeah, there's definitely potholes. Uh, Dark Knight Rises, I think, also suffered. Because of the expectations after Dark Knight. Yeah. Because Dark Knight was fucking huge. Yeah. Bigger than anyone ever expected. You know, it got, you know, the posthumous Oscar for Heath Ledger. It was, it's still like the shining star of comic book movies. Whenever whenever people name, what is the best comic book movie? Dark Knight is always in that top discussion. Yeah. So, it was never going to be... We'll put it this way. It just wasn't. Any any list that doesn't have it at the top is doing that so that you'll talk about it. Yeah. So that a million people will share. <laughs> this list doesn't have... It's always the Rocketeer. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Um, I have the Adventures of Tintin. But, yeah, the Dark Knight is still fucking great. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. The stuff with Bane is awesome. The, act- the set pieces are really fucking cool. Um, that opening IMAX plane season... Like, plane set piece. It's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I, I like, you know, even though it was like, oh no, he's, his middle name's Robin. Yeah. <laughs> I liked the stuff with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I like the fact that there's a beat cop who was kind of like, what the fuck is happening here? Yeah. You know, that stumbles into some shit. Yeah. And- I like Gordon being conflicted. Like, we've made a hero of the man who tried to kidnap my fucking son and kill him. And I've had to live with this and what that would do to him. Yeah. You know? I... The the Robin thing didn't necessarily have to happen. No. You could have just not done that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not done the name thing. and, and It, it would have been just as fine. And do everything else. I mean, you could kind of... I, I don't know. I guess you could have given him a, a Robin name... You know, one you could instead of could name him Tim Drake or right. Richard Grayson, but then right. everyone would have known. And that's actually what they sh- should have. That's what he should have done. Is uh, instead of saying that your given name is Robin, it, he could have been like Officer Something Drake, and then his given name is Timothy. Yeah, or spe- especially to where he was an orphan, he could have had a name change. True, you know. He could have been adopted, because kids get adopted all the time and are given new names. And then when they turn 18, they go back to whatever name they had. Yeah, That happens easily, a lot. He easily could have, yes, that, that little interaction could have been, no, that's my foster parents' yeah. name. My legal name is Drake or yeah. whatever, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Whoever you want to use. Yeah, because it could have been Tim, whatever the fuck his last name was in it. And then yeah. he's like, no, my, my real name is Drake. Yeah. And people would have been like, oh! Yeah. It's the same. Because so it's like Robin's name was not Robin in real life. Right. Not really Robin. Right, his name is not Robin. <laughs> uh, yes, that would have been better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're you're welcome, Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Where were you 
yeah. in the future. Why didn't you come to the future before you made this? And Yeah, why didn't asked? you know that we would have worked this out back then? <laughs> Idiot. So now I'm wondering uh, with Colin if... Um, We've already we we rewatched. He chose the next Batman thing, which was Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was worse than the first time I saw it. That is not a good movie. Um, I do know Mask of the Phantasms coming out on 4K. This I know, month. I know. That'll be a good one. I, I know. I uh, if you want to kick around still in the animated universe? Yeah, I have. Uh, I, I showed him that the other night. Remember the Mister Freeze movie being good too? It's pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Um, it feels. The Mr. Freeze one feels more, and I guess there's nothing wrong with this. It just feels like a uh, a long episode of the show. No, it probably did. It probably was. Uh, at yeah, one point. they probably yeah. just divided it into two, and they're like, two, there, two episodes. Well, I'm trying to think, because the it, well, and really those the two uh, I can't even remember what it's called, Heart of Ice, I think it is yeah, the two part like the two part thing, the beginning of season. That's like the best two episodes of the whole show, or close to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's also that. It's like the show's two-part thing is better than the Mr. Freeze movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like automatically like, yeah, it's not going to be as good as the other one. Um, I'm going to try to get him watch, to watch the Batman. Robin hasn't even seen the Batman. Really? Yeah. I still need to re-watch that. I've only watched it in the theater. I've, I've never watched the 4K I have. I think I've watched it twice since I've had it. So I think I've watched it three times. I mean, I probably should. I, I, I guess I get what people don't like about it. Um, They're wrong. But <laughs> <laughs> I get it. But you're wrong. That's a great fucking movie. It just really is. It is. Uh, it's really and like I, I even I was terrified kind of to rewatch it because I was like, was this? Ju- did I just like it because? Mm-hmm. I was excited about it. And it's and a Batman it's, movie. And it's a Batman movie. We're, we're, and we're predisposed to enjoy those. It's a director I really like, or that I've really liked stuff he's done before. Uh, I like it when... I like that the... The thing that I've appreciated about, especially about every... All of the recent Batman, even with Keaton, is that they have chosen very different actors. Yeah. For all, all yeah. of the major ones. Different points in life, different ages. Mm. Um, Hell, even different sizes. Yeah. Like, Affleck is a hulking individual compared to Robert Pattinson. Even beefed up Robert Pattinson yeah. is still not the size of Affleck. Well, beefed up Robert Pattinson is, like, wiry. Yeah. Is more like... Yeah, you, People forget Affleck's, like, 6'3". Yeah. You know, he's, he's a big, dude. big man. Well, and if you... and You know, I think he was mostly modeled after... Uh, what am I thinking of? Frank Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, Frank Miller one. Um... Which was a huge, yeah. Uh, I mean, literally cartoonishly big, yeah. Batman. Yeah, um, I was reading a thing this past week where Henry Cavill was talking about like when he met Affleck for the first time, like, and he was just like, "I didn't know he was so fucking big." Yeah, he's and a big it's not dude. like, and it's not like Henry Cavill's a small guy. Mm-mm. So when Henry Henry Cavill's like, "Fuck, Affleck's big." Yeah, yeah, he's a big guy. Um, and, and and Keaton, Christ, Keaton's just a dad. Yeah, Keaton's <laughs> just a dude. <laughs> Uh, haven't seen, have you watched Flash yet? I have not. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe tomorrow? Maybe. I don't know. I'm in no hurry. It's one of those I, things that I'll, maybe this week I'll watch over like two nights. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. It's just that I, I want it to be good so bad, mm-hmm. 
but nothing is telling me it is. Right. So even the ones that are like it's better than they say it is, that's not a winning right. argument. Right. That's because they're saying it's garbage. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. But like. What they're saying is... It's not moldy bread, but it sure as fuck is hard. (laughs) It's like... It's pretty stale. Stale bread. But it's not disgusting. Yeah. Um, What was the early consensus? I don't remember. Well, because that was a weird release. What was the early consensus on the second Wonder Woman? Was it always this sucks? I think so. Okay. Yeah, because where it came out on HBO Max, we all got to watch it immediately. And then we're all like, what the flying fuck happened to this movie? Uh, that still boggles my mind. Fun fact, that's the last time I saw Wonder Woman 84. That will probably be the last <laughs> time I see Wonder Woman 84. Robin Robin is still like angry about it. Whenever it I comes it. up, she's like, that movie sucks. <laughs> and it shouldn't have. That's the thing. I know. Had the same director, same cast. You added Pedro you Pascal, added, who is good. Yeah. You added Kristen Wiig, who is a good actress. It's like you just... Yeah, made every bad choice you could make because you had to bring Starting back. with the body swap. Yeah. Good grief. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if that movie was made in ni- actual 1984, we would have been okay with that. Yeah, it would have fit right in at that point. Yeah. Now, not so much. Yeah, it sucks. From what I've, from what I've been hearing, like the Blue Beetle movie is actually pretty damn good. Oh, I was wondering about but that. But it's not doing well. Yeah. Because, let's be honest, DC hasn't exactly... I mean, I still haven't even watched the second Shazam. That's been free on HBO for a bit now. Oh, I, mean, I haven't even haven't even considered watching it. I it crossed my mind to watch it, and it's free on HBO. <laughs> I have been like, I don't mention it yeah. because the kids will want to watch it because they like the first one. Yeah, man. Every time I watch, every time I, I say this every time, every time I watch that movie, and I guess I'm the fucking dummy for continuing to watch it. It's worse. Yep. the first one. That's why I stopped after the last rewatch, because I'm like, nope, I see... F- it, you know, for the first time, you're like, oh, this is pretty fun. It's charming, yeah. and yes. But then you're like, oh, you, once that charm wears off, you're like, oh. This, this is a movie you're meant to watch once and have happy memories of. Yeah, because I... And I don't watch it again. I have... I think I've seen it three or four times. Three times against my will. Uh, no, actually, that's not fair. The second time I watched it, I was still, like, charmed by the first mm-hmm. one. And it was that second watch that I was like, oh, this isn't very good. And then, like, the third time, third and fourth time were definitely against my will. Yeah. Um, but, you know, whatever. You got kids, you make sacrifices. Uh, <laughs> what but, do you sacrifice for your kids? But that, I watch Shazam. I watch Shazam. Um, now, to be fair, it gets it's pretty bad when I will take, like, something awful that Tilly wants to watch yeah. over watching Shazam again. Mm-hmm. Like, if she wants to watch the My Little Pony movie or something yeah. like that. You're you're watching Sing Two or whatever. Ooh, that's actually a fucking pretty good matchup right there. Shazam or Sing Two? I gotta think about that. Sing those Sing movies are like fucking nails on a chalkboard to me. I fucking hate them. And it's one of those you want to scream at the screen and everyone around you that seems to be enjoying it. If you take all these awesome songs out of it, this movie is fucking nothing. Yep. It's a fucking garbage can. Just listen to the fu- just listen yep. to your phone. Go buy the soundtrack. You're fine. <laughs> it, that's it. That is all these are just inferior versions mm-hmm. of great songs. Yep. And if you take all that out, this movie is 
25 minutes of just straight hot fucking garbage. It's <laughs> <sighs> good. Lead. So those are the those are the sing movies. Yep. Uh Boy, but I still I don't know mm. because Shazam bothers me for another reason. I guess I, I don't know. I think no. I, I I I can't lie. I would watch Shazam again over if it was Shazam or uh, either of the Sing movies, mm-hmm. which are also just inferior versions of Muppet State Manhattan, which is coming out on 4K. Is it really? Yeah. That is what that is what those Sing movies are, and they're both the same fucking movie. Yep. I can't tell one from the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Done. Right, right over. <laughs> Sorry I brought it up. Didn't mean to raise your blood pressure. <laughs> Fucking sing. Did you know that I hated them? Like, yes. viscerally? Yes, yeah. I did. Yeah, okay. Um, where did we, what did we say the date was? I'm like down the on, like, the, the 14th. Those are the ones I really Ooh, want to talk about. Ooh, John Wick. Oh, I, wait, no, let's go back. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, I, this, <laughs> I had a few days there where I... We'll start off first with The Devil and Father of Mord, because that's going to come back into play. Okay. The devil. It, that was the end of my William Friedkin watch. Oh, okay. Um, what was I gonna watch? Oh, sorcerer. Yeah. Uh, for the devil, and Father Mort. The, de- the Father Mort is the actual Pope's exorcist. Like he is the ex- official exorcist. Or oh, okay. was the official exorcist of the, of the Vatican. Yeah. He was a huge fan of the exorcist. Really. And so he let Friedkin film an actual exorcism. Sounds fucking cool. It's not. It's dull as shit. <laughs> because it's literally, especially if you're a skeptic like myself. Yeah. Apparently this was this was the tenth time this woman has had to be exercised. Oh. The first nine didn't take? Nope. <laughs> and this one is like she would be acting fucking crazy, talking, blah, 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 and then be fine. And they're like, okay. And then like a minute later, blah, 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 and it's like, oh, oh. And it was just constantly... Like, she's surrounded by, like, 20 family members. And so, while we're doing this, I'm watching the ones that are... I'm, like, trying to pick out the ones that are sick of her bullshit. Well, Because there are a couple, because, again, it's... Somebody just wants attention. <laughs> that And that's what it felt like the entire time. It's yeah. like... And I don't think Father Morton... Because he, he, he talks about how it's like, you know, sometimes you just got to give them the theatrics, and that's what's going to help them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, at that point, you're... Because he... You're, you're, you're just he, acting as a therapist. Yeah. And that's the thing. He Most of the, his people, he recommends to professionals, like therapists. Yeah. Or, but he's like, sometimes those don't help, so sometimes this is what they need. They, their belief is so strong, they believe the devil's in them. And the only way to get them to yeah. disbelieve is to have them believe in the the right of the exorcism. I like the idea that, that he is self-aware enough to know... Hey, if I gotta wear this collar and go through the shit so that this person will get the help they need, great. Yeah, and that's pretty much <laughs> that's what I like about him. That actually that's actually heartening. He's got a good sense of humor. He's he's a fan of the fuck he's fanboying over Friedkin. Yeah. Um, but then like Friedkin pulls some bullshit towards the end where it's like, oh, and then we were called later in the month by this woman to meet her at this point. And we met her at a church, but I wasn't allowed to bring my camera in and all this weird stuff happened. It's like, fuck off, Friedkin. You knew you had a turd. You knew you had a boring fucking documentary. Yeah. So you had to, like, spice it up a little bit. I get it. But it just rang so fucking hollow. It's like, oh, no, this is when the weird shit really happened, but we weren't allowed in there with our cameras. 
it but, felt, but it felt as fake you, as she did in the But movie. I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. Okay. Yeah. Um, Father Mort will come back into play. Okay. Uh, so let's start off with Fast X. It's not great. Wait, you did two Exorcists. I watched the regular... And I watched the theatrical cut and the version you've never seen. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. I watched them both just because I... Andrea hadn't wa- rewatched. Andrea didn't watch it when I watched the the one on the 9th, so we watched it again on the 13th, and we watched the theatrical cut, which I still prefer. The spider walk is cool in the the version you've never seen when she walks backwards down the stairs. Yeah. It doesn't fit. It, I yeah. never thought it fits. Yeah. Same with um, all of the reflections of Captain Howdy. That you see in certain things. I, was like, I don't like it. I like the original theatrical version the best. Haven't seen it in 20 years. I'm all set. Well, it comes out on 4K next month. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> um, but yeah, then watch Fast X. Like I said, it is an improvement on the last two. Really? It is. Um, <laughs> it's bringing everybody into it. Like, <clears throat> spoiler, Gal Gadot's back at the very end. She shows up in a, a submarine. Okay. And you're like, whatever. <laughs> okay. Sure. I'm tired. I don't care. <laughs> uh, apparently, jo- John Cena appears to die in this one. We'll see. Now, who is he? He is, is, he he is brother? Toretto's brother. And he just, he's eight or nine, right? Yeah, he's it's just the, the last one. Yeah, okay. Um, But it, it, this one was at least more fun than the other ones. Um, I like... I really like the addition of uh, Aquaman in this one. Uh, Momoa is playing him very flamboyant, which for a, a te- such a testosterone-fueled franchise, I kind of like. Really? Yeah. I'm like, no, that dude is fucking queer. Like, I wonder I wonder if he was like, I'm only doing it if I can do it this way. Kind of feels like it. <laughs> and he plays... He... He knows he's in a ridiculous fucking film. Does is Dominic, Vin, has anyone told yeah. Vin yet? Vin Diesel never knows. Not he's in a not a lick of self awareness. No. Yeah. He is still playing it fucking family. Yeah. They even have like fucking Rita Moreno show up for like one minute in this film as their grandmother for their for their opening scene fucking family barbecue. Okay. It's like, was she? She has never been in any single one of them, nor has she been mentioned. <laughs> but those are my favorite things. Just like the brother, right? He had yeah. never been mentioned. Never been mentioned. By the way, well, just like this one, it's the because again he played the the son of the villain in number five, and they did like a, some fun things where, oh, if the camera had just been pointed the other way, he was right there. You know? Oh, like from past. Yeah, things. he was in those scenes. Camera gotcha. just wasn't pointed at him because you know, yeah, his son would never, his son who he's leaving everything to would never have been in right next to him ever. Wait, and, so who is they have the same? Do they have the same parents? Or is one? Or are they half brother? What do you mean? The oh, are we talking Cena? Yeah, no, who, same parents, same parents. Who are we I'm, talking? I'm about? talking Momoa's character. Oh, okay. His sorry. character is the villain. Uh, is the his father is the villain of five? The one that they pulled out the bank vault and then rode who? him through the streets of like. Brazil. I remember that, but who was the bad guy? Just was he a older, older Brazilian dude? Was he like a drug dealer yeah. or something, gun runner or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Um, the other okay, so Momoa was his kid and worked in his outfit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, if you I'm was caught al- up, was always right there, just to the left of where the camera was. Right. Camera didn't like him. Um, you get uh, Brie Larson, who plays the daughter of uh, Kurt Russell, who still doesn't ha- 
has not shown up in the past two. Oh, years. the government about him. Government guy. Yep, she's his daughter, but she she's a rogue. She doesn't play by the fucking rules. Of course not. Um, she doesn't have because yeah, there's like a ridiculous prison break thing with Letty that makes no fucking sense. But now she was dead at one point too, right? Oh yeah, like for but, a long time. See, yeah, there's a big thing that happens in the Vatican. We can't escape the Vatican right now, where um. <laughs> Where Momoa's character sets off a bomb outside of the Vatican and blows up a whole bunch of shit. Nobody dies. They okay. make sure to tell you, even though a bomb went off in a very <sighs> highly populated city, nobody dies. You couldn't have known that. Yeah. Um, but the Toretto family is blamed because they were there trying to stop it. Because Are they like the fucking Justice League now? Yes. <laughs> because what happens is... This is a Justice League plot. <laughs> Roman, Roman, uh, the Tay Diggs character, gets his own little side crew, even though it's all the same people. This is his first, like, mission he's doing on his own. The government needs him to do this. Only it's been a setup the entire time. Which frames then... So then, they can't communicate with him. So the rest of the crew, the rest of the family, goes to try to stop it. But they're, So that means they're all there when all shit goes bad. So they're blamed. And so it's like the Justice League Unlimited ones where they like send Supergirl out by herself for the first time with a small team to see if she can do okay, yeah. but then they got to come in and rescue her because it all goes sideways. Yeah, but then they're all blamed. Instead of blaming, you know, the, <laughs> the Injustice League or the Legion of Doom, they just blame all the heroes. Um, but that's partially the work of there's There's a bad guy in amongst with all the feds. He's played by the Jack Reacher dude. Because you... <laughs> You the big that, guy? You need another big muscly dude. Yeah. Who I learned this past week was one of the Ninja Turtles in the Michael Bay films. Yes, I did too. He was where, the body guy. Where did we see that? Where would we have watched it, I think it was on the caravan of... Yes, yeah. okay, yes, that's where it was. Because um, I was like, oh my god, I saw that this week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that I, I was... Um, he was... He was one of the turtles, right? Yeah, he was the body for one of the turtles. Yeah. And one of them, and I think he might have been the body and the voice for the second one, maybe. And it was, they were treated horribly. Yeah. Horribly. Well, the reason for them to stri- keep, people to keep striking, because yeah, if Man. you're not, if you're like a body double type of person, you have to work a lot longer. And you yeah. don't get paid as much. Nearly. Yeah. But yeah, Fast X was fun. Um, I actually, in my review, said, I had more fun with this than I did the last Mission Impossible. Went, yeah. Well, I that mean. That is surprising to me. I mean, it would have been surprising a month ago. <coughs> yeah, if like you said, if but right now both of those films are coming this summer. Which one's going to be better? I would have been like the Mission Impossible one. What are you fucking stupid? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Fast X was better. Yeah. <laughs> That's the world we live in right now. <laughs> I, had, <coughs> I um, had kind of forgotten about uh, uh, the Mission Impossible until I was scrolling through my stuff the other night. I was like, oh yeah, that that's already out and I've seen it <coughs> and I've already kind of forgotten about it. Yep. Uh, then I watched John Wick Chapter 4. How was that? Really, really good. Um, it There's a lot of homages to the Warriors. Really? Because he's like on the run and everybody's trying to kill him and he keeps setting up meetings and trying to, you know, do basically the same plot as the last two. Well, I was going to say I have had very diminishing returns with with yeah. the last two John Wicks. Yeah. My patience is wearing thin. <laughs> this one though, however, the <clears throat> the fights are fantastic. Yeah. The fight sequences are great and it is a gorgeous fucking film. Like holy shit. Every scene I'm like that's a fucking painting right there. Yeah. 
So I can't remember his name, but whoever the fucking cinematographer is on that film, fuck, say who shot they're great. Um, I remember looking it up and then being like, oh, geez, this is why he's done stuff on other things that have been really beautiful. Uh, Cinematography, there you go. Dan Lauston. Yeah, he, he did, did The Shape, Shape of, of Water, Water and Nightmare, Nightmare Alley. Crimson he a, Peak. He does a lot of Guillermo work. But he's also done Brotherhood of the Wolf. I mean, he's done... I mean, there's some garbage there, too. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen being one. Yeah, but that wasn't <laughs> his fault. Nope. <laughs> Had nothing to do with him. And, I mean, and he did the cinematography for two and three, but I think he, like, he somehow, like this time, really upped his game. But yeah, like Crimson Peak, Nightmare Alley, and Shape of Water are gorgeous fucking films. They're Guillermo films. Oh, yeah, he really went above and beyond in this. It just like oh, looks spectacular. And this film has a fucking ending. Yeah. yeah. Is it done? Is this it? Unless they're pulling some Fast and the Furious shit, yes. Because, do you want me to spoil it? No. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, this, this should be the end. I know there's like a TV series coming out that's like a history of the hotel. Yeah. Um, not, I don't... Unless I hear it's fucking phenomenal, I won't watch it. But yeah, isn't it like just the Continental or something yeah. like that? Yeah, but no, the the fight scenes in this are incredible, and it's a gorgeous film. And th- these movies know what they are really well. They know exactly yeah. what their strengths are. They play it. And again, if it had just been, it could have easily been two and three all over again because it does a lot of the same beats. Because there's other times I'm like, wait, is he is he still on the run? Like, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but now Lawrence Fishburne's character is not on the run, but now the ho- hotel is not safe. Okay. Like, How many different little tokens and... Yeah, I just stopped paying attention to the plot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, there's always a new token. There's oh a new token God, to this one. If you have this, it he means has, that... He has to form a new alliance again and join a new... Be, join a new crew. crosses. So that he... Yeah, exists. So we can enter a thing. Markers. <laughs> and there's a duel. And there's rules to the duel. Yeah. Man, you must have to fucking go to school for like years to learn the rules of all this stuff before you can join. You gotta yeah. like have a degree in yeah. whatever this is called. Because there's always side things from these. Oh yeah. Like Wick is nothing. It's a video game. There's nothing but side quests. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, with the main through line. Uh, but it's still. It was a fun movie. I really liked it. Um, I would put it behind the first one if you like. Which one of these are you gonna rewatch? Yeah. Because the action in this is big. Like, it's yeah. very fucking big. But there's some cool um, shit. Is it streaming anywhere? <clears throat> uh, I don't think so yet. Where is it? Because I think I had, to, it is I, not. I had to rent it from Redbox, I believe. Yeah. Uh, who puts those out? Paramount? Maybe? I can't remember. That would actually be awesome, because I turn on Paramount for football season. Uh, is there anywhere here that's going to say it? Uh, I don't know. No. I guess not. <clears throat> I don't know. Well, anyway, uh, it'll be streaming somewhere eventually, I assume. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, then I started watching some horror films just because it's that time of the year. Try My, my goal instead of watching... Oh, thir- wait! Oh, oh, that's right. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. You sort of liked it. It was fun. Um, it's... I like... The part that I like the most about it is it's not afraid to be fucking weird. Like, it's... Yeah. Re- the shit in the quantum world is fucking messed up. It is ooey and gooey and weird. It's, 
I, it's just kind of ugly. Like it's not. Yeah. It's not a very attractive movie. I know it's trying to be with all the colors and stuff, but it just. After a couple minutes, it's just like, bleh. Yeah, it's, again, it's, it, it falls into the trap with a lot of these films. Where you can tell this was filmed on a soundstage. Yeah, every second of it. Every second of it is CG, it feels like, yeah. in one way or another. Um, it, it feels like, the whole movie feels like a screensaver. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and you just watch it to pick out what's going on in the background a lot. Yeah. Um, I, one of the things I like but dislike... Is that they made Corey Stoll Yellow Jacket from the fir- the villain from the first film? They turned him into Modok. <coughs> the CG on his face is Modok is brutal in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> just brutal. They went with the, him being a humorous character, which I get because it's hard to take that character seriously anyway. Especially after you just did like they just did the TV show with Pat, fucking Patton Oswalt as well. Maybe, <laughs> which I still haven't finished. Which again, they should have just taken Patton and put his face on. If there. they were going to go that route, yeah, yeah. Because um, again, basically, what his face looked like—it's those things where, like, you see, like, oh, you want to do a head in a jar for Halloween? Take a photo, stretch it out, wrap it around, put water, and it'll look yeah. kind of like a human face in there. That's yes. what the CG looks like. Yes, it looks awful for his face. I didn't. I didn't like that it was Yellow Jacket. No, I didn't. No. I guess I don't know the origin of Modok. What is the actual origin of Modok? I, I can't even remember. I think he was just. He was originally just created. Yeah. I get. I, I guess I prefer that. <laughs> I know Whatever. why they did because Marvel, the Marvel <sighs> Universe films, they pretty much tie everything into something else. Yes. Um. And, yeah, because there would have been the question, yeah, he was just shrunk, and that was what defeated him at the end of the first movie, so of course he went to the quantum realm. Yeah. Of course. Um, It's weird that that disfigured his body completely, because he still had tiny arms and legs. Right. (laughs) Um, And just, his head was now larger, somehow. So that was never really totally explained, Um, because then it's like, okay, well then why wasn't Janet Van Dyne, or not... Was it Janet? Yeah. 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 Why wasn't Janet horribly disfigured? Well, since you got Michelle Pfeiffer. Right. But, um, some of the stuff I did like, I liked I liked her in the quantum realm that she kind of rose to the role of being a badass, because she was, for the long, long, long time, a leader of the Avengers. She was a natural leader. So I liked that in the quantum realm, she was a freedom fighter, essentially, against Kang. Right. Um, I like how she... How, how she and Kang had the history in this realm. Yes. Um, and part of the reason he's so he's got such a mad on and why he's there. Um, I don't like how Kang was ultimately, quote-unquote, defeated in the end of this. It felt I like, don't even remember what happened. What happened? I, I honestly can't remember either. Because <laughs> I was just like, oh, that's it? I don't... I do not remember what happened. Yeah. When did they, I they, see they, this? When they, did it come out? They raised a fucking army. You know? And they fought. Right. Lots of sky lasers again kind right. of thing. Um, but yeah, it's it became instantly forgettable. Oh, wait, that's what's going to tell me. What did I want to know? I want to know John Wick. I just found where you can see yeah. who distributes. Yeah, but like, yeah, for a giant film that they're basing the major storylines around with Kang being a... It's, it was instantly forgettable. Yeah, and now... Uh... We haven't heard anything about 
what they're doing with Kang, right? Yeah. That doesn't help me very much. Summit, Thunderoo. Oh, okay, so those are, yeah, those are all in minor studios. Big guns. Um, have you seen Spider-Verse yet? Not yet. That comes out this week on Kay. physical. <laughs> so it will be getting watched. Okay. Because uh, we rewatched it. Because um, I feel like I'm going to watch it and go, yeah, this is how it should have been. Lionsgate released John Wick. Where do they... They're pretty much... They'll they'll stream horror with anyone, right? Or are they all in one place? Uh, Masking. Masking my magic Google machine. Hulu! Hulu oh, tends cool. to get them. Okay, cool. <coughs> um, <coughs> Spider-Verse is... Awesome. Yeah. That movie's awesome. Um... I know I talked about this one the the first time I watched it, but I it's if you could some I think maybe if you could somehow independently watch the two, this one would be the better one. But since the first one was first, because it just improves on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing, and I kind of noticed it in the theater, and or I kind of felt this way in the theater, and then and I. <clears throat> certainly not enough to ding it at all. The middle drags a little bit. It mm. goes on a little too long. There's a middle section uh, when things have kind of slowed down. And I think they did it because it is a visually exhausting movie. Mm. Um, so I'm... I wonder if it's like, this is for your benefit. <laughs> yeah, we're slowing shit down to give yourself, give your eyes a rest. Yeah, uh... This is not spoiling anything. There's a party at that Miles' parents are, are throwing on a rooftop, you know, on a sunny day, on a lazy sunny day in in uh, in Brooklyn, um, Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that scene goes on for quite a while, and you're like, you're almost kind of lulled to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if it's because, like, the fir- it, the fir- the opening thing is pretty long, you know, the before credits thing. Mm-hmm. It's Basically the way the last one started, but with Gwen. Um, and it's, like, wild. And, like, the the whole second and third act are wild. Like, it just doesn't stop. So I wonder if that's on purpose. But it does feel like it goes on a little... Uh, it drags a little bit. But um, you forget... That it's well, the thing to keep in mind is this is a part one of two mm-hmm. <laughs> going through it because you kind of forget that and you're like oh oh motherfucker because mm-hmm. I mean it, it is a to be continued um, great new villain mm-hmm. I mean not new but like new in this uh, actually kind of uh, Momoa'd really because uh, the villain in this. Do you know who it is? I won't say. If it, if it, it, doesn't, it doesn't really matter. I've got the feeling without watching it, it's going to be Spider-Man 2099. Uh, he kind of... Uh, yes and no. Just from the vibes I get from the trailers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like... Um, not like evil, but like 
very disagreeing and mm-hmm. anyway but the the villain villain uh is it, like momoa was just off screen in the last one uh when he was running through mm-hmm. the whatever um <clears throat> so anyway yeah when you watch that i i'm i'm excited for i'll have watch to that. rewatch the first one just to like prime for it yeah although i probably won't get to watch that until next weekend because again fucking school and soccer Freaking school. Well, school gets in the way of a lot of stuff. I, I love these kids, but damn it. Um, and really, as far as, uh, I mean, the coaching aside, but like, we have really good hours and it's still, it's like, gets, away, gets in the way of so much. This week he was, was fucking exhausting. Though. Yeah. Jesus, yeah, it was, it was tiring. Yeah. First week always is rough. Uh, huh. Last one I wanted to talk about, because this is bringing it back to Father Amort, The Pope's Exorcist. Now, is this a movie or doc? This is a movie. This is Russell Crowe. As father, oh, Lord. this is just oh no! I know this because I uh, we've talked before about how I watch uh, my voice, which went up ten octaves because yep. it it registered with me. Um, uh, we talk about how I I listened to the Rich Eisen show, mm-hmm. and he was on. He comes on not often, but whenever he has anything, he because he they're they like they're friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was he was on this summer, and yeah. I was talking about that. This movie's a fucking blast. It's not a great movie. That's what Russell Crowe said, but it's, I figured he would. It's fucking fun. Yeah, really. Like, it, yeah, because it's he. If anything, you just need to see Russell Crowe riding around on a fucking Vespa with in like full priest gear all the time. <laughs> That's like his premier mode of transportation. Uh, he's doing an, uh, He's doing the Italian accent. <laughs> um, uh, it's fucking he, fun. It's really fun. He basically the, this family. From America has inherited this property in Spain, which was once like a chapel. Um, as soon as the family moves in, the son gets you know possessed. So they send the main man, the Pope's exorcist. Wait, but if it's a chapel, why were oh, there demons there? Oh, there's reasons, and this is why I need to see more of these. It, it, it turns out they trapped the demon there. Like, and basically kind of up the exorcist. You you learn, again, I'm spoiling, but it's not a big spoiler because, again, it's not, the plot is not why you're watching this. The demon that possesses the boy specifically goes after exorcists. Oh, no! It's like, that's his, that's what he does. That's his jam. He goes after <laughs> exorcists. Well, demons have to have so, things to focus yeah. so, on, or they'll just get bored. So he'll possess anyone in hopes that they bring the exorcist, and then he'll try to get the exorcist. So, gotta have hobbies. Gotta have hobbies. It's good to have <laughs> even, even in the afterlife, I can possess regular people, no problem. Yeah, I want to get the main man. Yeah, I mean, why, um, and you learn. Why would I possess just some random farmer? Yeah, when I could possess an exorcist, and you learn that you find the remains of like a missing pope's exorcist, like in. He basically interred himself in this thing. Oh, does he does he do that and then commit suicide? Kinda, yeah. Okay, that's and actually then, and, smart. And then taking it, out the competition, and then it's sealed off. But then when this family comes, they they're gonna re, you're gonna you know they're gonna do a facelift on because right, they're right, broke. Right. right, right, right. So they're gonna you know put the money in to fix this house and then sell it and move away. But what during the renovations, it gets disturbed. Yeah, boom, left the fucking demon out. Um, and you learn eventually <sighs> that there are 200 spots on the earth where this could this the type of thing can happen. 
Why? No, I don't care why, actually. I'm like, bring bring on the other 99. <laughs> I want a movie every two years <laughs> and going to another one of these until he's fucking dead. It, was, it would have been, uh, having not seen a frame of this fucking movie, it would have been awesome if the very last thing is Russell Crowe taking a little notebook out <laughs> and going, one down, one ninety nine to go. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't because it's that kind of In film. In the accent. Because it's that kind of film. Like, there's a special, there's there's scenes where he, he's, like, having to go up in front of a committee to explain himself and blah, blah, blah. And you, of course, like, the English-speaking Cardinal's an asshole. Right. And he's like, you want to, you, you, you want to speak it to me, you speak it to my, my boss. It's the Pope. <laughs> you know? <laughs> in full Mario. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's, it's on Netflix, oh, so you can funny. watch it for free. I saw that. It's like I said, it's well worth the watch because it's it is dumb fun. Like I, <laughs> I did not expect to like it all, but I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. This is fun. It's based on the true stories of Father Amort. So this is. I'm like, oh, okay. This is this is the guy from from the documentary talking about something earlier in his life. Yeah. <laughs> so did he? Uh... Did he mention this at all in the documentary? Right. No. Okay. So again, it's you know the Conjuring was also based on a true story. So let's well, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm. Is it one of those things where they just use this guy who was a famous whatever, and then just wrote a fictional story? I think it's it's still based it, on a true story. I mean, anything can be based on a true story but if you've got an exorcist doing an exorcism. I hope for the rest of them, it's all fucking just made up bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we so we got into kind of that we kind of got into like a spirit exorcism type of thing because again we were thinking when we were looking at things where we want to go to for vacations we found the original Conjuring house that's from yep. the movie Conjuring. You can now there's no camps there. You can campsite there on the property. Is that the Patrick Wilson? Yeah, and and yeah. Vera Farmiga. Yeah, you can now though like rent out spots to camp out on that property, and huh. apparently it's. Still kind of freaky, really. And but like you could stay up all night <clears throat> walking around if you want to, and they tell you like which ones are more likely to have something really scary happen on, and those ones are more more expensive. Of like course they are. <laughs> like there's one near like a children's grave site where that one's really fucking creepy. Okay, but we we're like that would actually be kind of fun, and then we watched the movie, and Andrew's like, no, nope, not doing it, not nope, doing nope, that. Nope, not, <clears throat> we still might, because <laughs> I was like. Come on, this would be fucking awesome. Because uh, there's rules, like you can't go yelling and screaming. There's no well, alcohol. I was or, wondering. No alcohol or drugs allowed. Yeah. Um, if they find out you've got drugs or alcohol, you're kicked out immediately. You have to stay like at least 100 yards away from everybody else's campsite. You know, there's stuff like that. Because we, we're thinking about doing that because you'll see also my Instagram. They did a showing of Pet Cemetery at the Mount Hope Cemetery for the first time ever. Really? Yeah. Um, <coughs> fun fact, my mom and my neighbor, uh, Mary Lynn, went on a the guided tour of the Mount Hope Cemetery yesterday. They're good guided tours, from yeah. what I've heard. Uh, my friend Monique is one of the tour guides who does that. Oh, really? Yeah. <clears throat> She's just super wicked smart, so I bet they're fun. They And they make them dress up in outfits, usually. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, be it, give it a little theatricality. Yes, I guess it was very cool. But I, you know me, I've always loved the idea of like seeing <clears> things <throat> where it's filmed. And we yeah. almost, the first week of Andrea's vacation, we almost, we, we wouldn't have had a whole lot. We would have had to have literally driven down. But for the first time ever, they did a showing of the Blair Witch 
in, um, I'm forgetting the name of the town. All of a sudden, at the cemetery in the at the town where it was filmed, Burkittsville. Okay, for, it was like for the first time ever for its 25th anniversary, upcoming 25th anniversary, and I'm like, God, that would have been awesome to see that there. I saw the pictures. I'm not super upset we missed it because it was an, in there like a tenting area and I'm like that's no fun right like no, let's film it in the fucking woods take us out there yeah but I, I've always wanted to go to those woods anyway just to see but Burkittsville, Maryland it's a little out of the way whenever I've had to go to like Virginia <laughs> I went to that movie by myself this is think about picture me yeah I went to this movie by myself at like 940 at night yep and it was like me and one other dude yep I was haunted for days. I saw it in the morning. I saw it like days. The, I saw it like the twelve a.m. like the twelve <clears throat> twelve noon showing, and I still came out like fuck. Like I was, I was uncomfortable walking to my car. Yeah, <laughs> at like eleven thirty at night or whatever. Yeah. One spotlight flickering. Yeah, I was, like, I was watch, haunted. <laughs> if I'm going to watch the Blair Witch in the Burkittsville woods, I kind of just want to go camping, find a spot, and like pop up my little projector yeah. and watch it that way yeah. instead of seeing it with a whole lot of other people out and about. But, like, they had, like, a couple of people. Like, the director was going to be there, Eduardo Sanchez. Oh, really? Like, oh, that would have been neat. Yeah. But we would have literally had to have driven down all day, watched it, and driven back the next day. And it's like, that's never fun. No, it's not. 12, 12 hours is a it, long ride. Well, to- uh, it was 20 years ago. Yeah. It was like, yeah, let's fucking do this. Now it's like, uh... Yeah, if they'd done this ten years ago, wouldn't have had even a second thought about doing it. If it's south of Augusta, yeah. I'm sorry. Thank you, Pet Cemetery, for just being in Bangor, <laughs> and even that... Like, I'm like... Oh, we're it's like 45 we're, minutes. We're getting out, we're getting home at midnight? Yeah. What the fuck? Because, <laughs> you know, you couldn't start showing it until about 8.30. Yeah. Um... They had a, the only thing that sucks is they had silent auction for a couple of the autograph books and we got out bid at the last second. Oh, really? Yeah. I have autograph books, but they were, the, even like the one that went, went for like 300. It was for uh, an autograph copy of like Bleak, they had an autograph hardcover of Bleak House, Black House, an autograph paperback copy of Pet Cemetery, and then something else that's really, oh, Bizarre Bad Dreams, they had an autograph copy. Most of them went between 200 and 300. And now, like, those are $1,000 online. Oh, really? His, his, his autograph books have skyrocketed since the pandemic. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, almost everything, especially if it's, like, a newer one, because he doesn't sign nearly as much anymore. But, like, remember, remember, like, five years ago when Michael and I went to New Hampshire yeah. for that reading, and yeah. we, we got a flat-signed copy of uh, The Institute? Yeah. That's a, that's a $1,000 book now. Wow. Yeah, because it's a book that he didn't sign very much, and I guess like his new, the, not not Holly, but one of the newer ones that because Holly comes out this week. Um, one of the last ones he did, he he didn't do any. Oh yeah, um, fairy tale. He didn't do any oh, signings yeah. for it. So once for like a, if you get a flat signed of that, it's like fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, because he just didn't do it. They have skyrocketed in price. Wow. To think that I, I have found two of his autograph books at used bookstores in Bangor for like five bucks. <laughs> I just have a well, well-worn well copy of Dark Half, paperback. It has my name in it, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the only But yeah, thing. like even, yeah, even like just beat to shit paperbacks are now yeah. going for a couple hundred if yeah. they're signed. Which is funny, because you'll find like, 
I, I belong to a group online where they'll post like fake ones that they keep finding on eBay. Yeah. And some of them are fucking hilarious. Yeah. Because one of them, he spelled it with a V. <laughs> Stephen King. And it's like, oh, good try, pal. Good try. You just, and it was like, cause it was on like a first edition, like fucking shining. Oh, so you just ruined yeah. a valuable book that yeah. was that was valuable without the it's signature. It's like, dude, you were getting two grand for that book anyway in that yeah. condition, and by doing that, it's no one's going to buy it from you now because it's obviously because especially if you, if you sold it as fake autograph, yeah, you'd probably still get a thousand for it. I'm trying to sell it, he was trying to sell it for like ten grand. It's like, dude, no, no, you just you just ruined a good book. Yeah, you ruined it. Every once in a while, I, I start shopping for a first edition stand, and, mm. I, and I never do it. <laughs> oh, it's hard. I have a beat-to-shit first edition book club edition. Yeah. And that's still like 100 bucks. Yeah. Like, regular regular edition stands, like, uh, yeah. For, they're going for thousands now, like a thousand. Are they really? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, because a couple of years ago, they were... hundred. Yeah, yeah, it was like in a, a so-so condition one was around 100 and I wasn't, I was yeah. like, oh, I can't, I'm not going to do that. Oh yeah, I think of all the ones I've passed up by, because yeah. like I've got like a first edition Gunslinger now, Yeah, it's like 2500 Yeah. And it's like, god damn it, I'm not, I can't, I, I could afford it, I could do it if I absolutely wanted to. But why? But I can't, <laughs> I can't yeah, I can't be like, 2500 is... It's a book, dude. It's well, still, when it comes right down to it, a book. The the line of thinking, I hate to, sorry, I have been in draft brain for th- mm-hmm. three months now. It is the same idea as uh, from when I started drafting in May to uh, today, as we're looking at, uh, I mean, I have a draft up on the screen. Um, players have moved around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just use the example of Darren Waller. Darren Waller all summer was going at like, pick 80, and sometimes I was even getting getting him as late as 90. I wasn't drafting him a ton, but I wasn't not drafting mm-hmm. him. So, <clears throat> rightfully or not, he has moved up. Like, he is now going around pick 60. He's moved up like 20 spots. Mm-hmm. And I still think he's kind of fine there, mm-hmm. but because I got him yep. and could have gotten all I wanted oh, yeah. earlier in the summer in the 80s, I just won't do it now. Yep. So it's the same thing with the book where you're like, I would still like to have that. Mm. I could still do that. Yep. But because I could have done it so much cheaper two oh, yeah. years ago, oh, yeah. just like, I'm not going to do it. Just five years ago, um, a Richard Bachman Rage paperback was going. It was like $500, which at that time I'm like, holy fuck, $500 for a paperback. Yeah. And now it's like $2,500. Like, what is the hardcover collection? Anything? Oh, the Bachman books? Yeah. A first printing of the Bachman books is still expensive as shit. Because I have one of those. Yeah, I do too. It's still a couple hundred. Really? Yeah. Jesus. I know. Um, <clears throat> I I was able to pick up, up over the summer on eBay. Um, I found a third printing of The Running Man, Richard Bachman. Yeah. Paperback. Yeah. A third printing. <laughs> and it was still like $75. But I'm like, I kind of want to have a copy of The Running Man. Yeah. You know, and that, I'm like... And again, because it's like, I will never be able to... Because even like that, which is one of the lower ones of the Bachman books... Right. Was, ...is still going for 800 to to 1000 if you have a first edition paperback in great condition. So I'm like, here's kind of a beat-up third printing for 75 bucks, and I'm jumping on it, because I'm like, this is the affordable option. <laughs> uh, let's see. 
see if there's even any on Amazon for sale. That is not a first edition. I will guarantee it. Because <laughs> look at the collectible price. Versus it, look, it says stated first edition. It's a book club. I'll guarantee it. Because, and this is the weird thing, this is stuff I... The, a lot of the clubs I belong to, they're very fucking good at this. They will tell you what is on, what the code is on a certain page. Right. And if it's like a T, whatever, that's a first printing. Right. If you, your stated first edition says none of that, people aren't touching it. Yeah. Because, like, I bet that $900 one, click on that. Yeah, T39. The gutter code T39 that's, like, on one of the back pages. So th- that is... you in- seeing that? Oh, here. Yeah, that okay. is indeed a first edition. In 1295 on the jacket. 900 bucks. And you think if I just put it in the cart, Robin will just order it like by mistake when she's trying to order like pens or something? Hey, we got free shipping with this. <laughs> Why were these pens nine hundred and four dollars? Yeah, and that one—I'm sorry, five dollar delivery. No, you better fucking ship that. Yeah, like it's goddamn pressure. Like it's like you're mailing a baby. <laughs> How would you mail a baby? I don't know. Bubble wrap. <laughs> Oh, you want to, Okay, so yesterday we went to the grocery store. Uh, Tilly, Robin, and I went. Colin, of course, stayed here. Um, and when we were getting ready to check out, Tilly and I just went out to the car uh, instead of just standing there. Um, and Robin stayed and did the checkout. <clears throat> so rewind back to us going into the store. Tilly's got two dolls that she's practicing being a mom. And I said, well, let's see how long that lasts. Yeah. Uh, it, we didn't even make it to dairy uh, before the dolls were in the shopping cart. So anyway, over the course of shopping, the dolls kind of get covered up. And Robin, when she got in the car, she scared the shit out of the cashier because she like is taking groceries out of the bag and then there's a fucking baby. <laughs> and the, guy, the guy's like, oh, he said, I thought you had a baby <laughs> under your groceries. <laughs> We didn't want him falling out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, with Stephen King high-priced collectibles, I I have found a guy online. He actually lives in Maine. Uh, his name's Jason Pinnaker. He he's retired military, and I guess did very well for himself because he's all like his like he'll show pictures of his Stephen King bookshelves, and it's like fuck, dude, you've got like seven first edition stands right there. Really? And he he buys, like, fucking aftermarket, like, slipcases for him. Because I bought a first edition It from him that came with a slipcase. And it was a very reasonable price. Because, again, he... I think he just does this for fun now that he's, like, retired. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, you know if you're getting a book from him, it's exactly what he's stating. Yeah. And... So, because there's so much stuff that pops up online. I'm just like, yeah, no, I don't think that's right. I don't think that's right. (laughs) <laughs> but you know, it's what it is. I guess start paying attention. I, I uh give my niece Fallon a book from my Stephen King collection every year at Christmas. Yeah. I gotta start paying attention to that shit. <laughs> don't yeah. wanna be don't wanna be giving away a year's of worth of tuition yep. uh at Christmas time. And I always write a note in it too, so I don't wanna ruin Yeah, he was this guy was US with Army. my rambling. He retired from the army in two thousand four and left his job at the FBI in two thousand ten. And now just does this. Books. Hmm. Trying to find his groups on his page. Why doesn't it show his groups on his page? Because I remember like four different Stephen King groups. So I'm like, of course, yeah. But yeah, so it's like I, if I see him selling a book, I'm like, oh, okay, let's see what he's doing. But yeah, he's one where people are always like, 
thanks out to this guy for getting me a copy of this. Because again, like, there was one time he had an entire <clears throat> bookshelf, the entire bottom shelf was first edition stands. Will he, like, like take requests, like, hey, I'm looking for... Yeah, he'll help yeah. you, he'll, and he'll help people find one if he doesn't yeah. already have one. Yeah. But he's also the type of guy who it's like, he will also, if people are getting rid of their King collection, will go to him to act as the intermediary. He'll, oh, he'll yeah. be, he'll do it on consignment type of thing. Yeah. Because I guess he got one woman's collection that Jesus Christ, they were all fucking signed. Because she had lived in Bangor her entire life, and, just, in, and just went to everyone. Went to every single key, Stephen King signing yeah. from like 1980 on. There were like pictures of her in like fucking what turned into the Barnes and Noble I worked at. You know, oh yeah, in line with him. You know, or at bookmarks downtown, or at um, Christ, whatever the other one was downtown for the longest time, but. And Mr. Paperback. And one I can think of is bookmarks. Yeah, but like every single like signing, there was a picture of her, and she took a picture of every single one. So it was like, no, these are these are legit. <laughs> and awesome. every and she had every single first edition hardcover. Yep. Going back to Carrie. Wow. Because she lived in she like because back then it was like oh you know Hamden teacher makes good writes book. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. So she's like oh I'll buy that. Yeah. Why not? Good for you. You go get her. Yeah. Uh, I think about stuff like that, especially when it pertains to you, because you have a lot of, you have a lot of these size collections. I mean, I'm a collector, uh, but you have these large collections going back oh. decades. Oh my God, Jim, before you get, I gotta tell you this story. So I went to Bull Moose like two weeks ago and someone had turned in 2,500 DVDs and Blu-rays and 4Ks. Because my friend Brian was like, you gotta come see this. Holy shit, this was an amazing collection of stuff. We're talking Arrow videos. You know, this guy was a collector. And I'm like, and this guy turned in this entire collection. Because, I mean, literally, he's like, do you see anything you need? I'm like, I have all this. Yeah. This looks like my collection. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Some guy just inherited it and sold it all. And I'm like, this is my ghost of Christmas future right here. It is. I'm like, oh God. I had like the worst like moment of like this is this is where my this is where I'll end up one day. <laughs> like someone just going Well that's We what... don't know what to do with this. Here's his entire collection and they're selling I mean I, I bet they got a pretty good amount for it, but still. Yeah. I'm like and that part of me is like, that came out a month ago. That thing that like Oh yeah. I'm like, that came out last month. Yeah. Shit. Like this is a recently deceased dude and his collection looks just like mine. <laughs> Well, that that is what what I was kind of getting at is that uh, like for the woman that sold her Stephen King collection, I mean, on one hand, she probably made out huge, mm-hmm. and fucking kudos to her. Yep. Now you can take that fucking cruise you always wanted to yep. and not have to worry about it. Uh, you could probably take a cruise every year the rest of your life if you wanted to. Yep. But on the other hand, that terrifies me. Yeah. Like the. That's her life. Yep. Her, she spent her life doing this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, you get that little bit of existential dread when you start thinking about it. Like, And it also, it also sort of removes the, well, that's worth $2,000. But if you will never be able to sell it. Yeah. Like, you'll never be able to allow yourself to sell it. Yeah. 
What difference does it make? Yeah, because I've got like Blu-rays and stuff that are in my collection. That's a hundred dollar, hundred and fifty dollar DVD. Yeah, or Blu-ray at the moment. Yeah, it will eventually get a four K release, and then that will become even worth even less. Only except for to certain people, right? Because it's like I have a Day of the Dead Blu-ray that's like a hundred dollar Blu-ray. Yeah, it's since come out in four K, which I own. I actually gave I gave the four K, I mean the Blu-ray to the guys down south, and I was just like, they're like, are you sure? It's, it's like a hundred dollars. I'm like, but it's not worth it to me anymore. Right. Because for me, it was just the movie, and now I have a better version of the movie to watch, so I don't care. Yeah. Otherwise, that's going to sit on my... Who am I selling that to? Right. <laughs> it's worth $100 if I can manage to find the one the right. people that want that. I don't want to put in that level of work. I'm not a, I'm not a rebuyer. I'm not a reseller type of thing, you know? But even if you did, uh, even if it was if it was something that would be more mainstream, I guess, mm-hmm. like a Stephen King yeah. collection... That you probably can easily yeah. sell that stuff. If I can't bring myself to do it, then what difference does it make how much it's worth? Yeah. I suppose everyone's got a number. Yeah, well, see, my, my thing is, like, luckily I have raised a son who is a big, giant nerd like myself. Yeah. So he will want those. Yeah. He will want though. He, he will want my book collection eventually. Yeah. And, you know, and hope, you know, if he ever has a kid, hopefully his kid will want the book collection. And eventually... Yeah. <clears throat> It'll be like these families you see in the movies that have books from the 1700s in their fucking libraries because they just pass them down from generation to generation. Right. But how quickly that could fucking stop. <laughs> <laughs> just one kid's got to go, I don't give a fuck about these books. Yep. I don't want to store them. Yeah. And luckily, That's what... Luckily, Connor has a house in which he can. Well, you know what, you're, you, know what you should... Uh, in your will, you should set aside whatever your most valuable book is you sell that and use the pro- the profits to uh, purchase a environmentally controlled storage unit in perpetuity. There you go. <laughs> yep. That's where they go. And that's where they will go in yeah. the event that someone doesn't want to store them. Yeah. But yeah, no, it just gave me that sense of, oh my god, these things I love yep. that I care so much for will one day be... Just going to end up in the back room of a... <laughs> being handled by some 17, 18 year old who has no fucking idea what they're worth. Yeah. Or, you know, even what they are. Because, yeah. like, they were just, you know, sticker, sticker. Yeah. Putting them out. Like, their horror section must have fucking doubled, <laughs> essentially. Do they. Do they just have a set? Do they have a list? Like, do they look up a movie and this is what we're going to charge for it? How do they. Yeah. Or is it just like that's that yep. looks like four ninety nine? Their computer tells you. Yeah. Exactly what, you know, based on. I mean, you have to base it off, like, the condition. Yeah, but not like ooh, is it mint? Is it mint? Is it near mint? Is it very fine? Is it fine? It's just like, is it good? Is, is it, it kind of crappy? Is it playable? <laughs> yeah, is it good? Is it crappy? One or the two? Yeah, um, and yeah, then it gets marked with a price because like, he let me look through them. He's like, if there's anything you want, let me know. I'll set it aside for you. And I'm like, this is an amazing collection, but there's nothing I want because this collection is amazing because I already own all these. Yeah, like this person knew what. This person knew what they've been buying for the past fifteen years. Right, like they are. I can, I can tell you exactly what this person's probably like because he's me. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> and now he's dead, and someone just sold his collection off right. to the nearest <laughs> fucking place that would buy it. Right. And now I'm gonna die someday, <laughs> and no one's going to care about my fucking <laughs> fucking Scream Factory limited edition version of fucking Nightbreed. Right. Damn it. <laughs> Jesus. But it's numbered, man. No one's going to care. You don't understand. <laughs> no, we don't. Don't want to. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, I mean, especially it was like Stephen King will now till the end of time be Stephen King. His shit will. Right. It, we're gonna have to get a long ways away for Stephen King not to be as known. You know. Oh, I agree. But yeah, these these movies are not gonna age the same way. Type of thing. Hell, most of the books in my book collection aren't going to age the same way. Because there's only very few people who become a Stephen King or write, you know, a Watership Down or become a Neil Gaiman. Right. So. I'm, no one's going to care uh, about Mickey Seven or whatever, <laughs> you know, in some right. decades from now. No matter how good that book might be. It's alright. I still haven't read it. <laughs> uh, it doesn't take long. Even when you do like me and do like ten pages at a time. Uh. Uh, got anything else? I don't think so. Other than, hey, I rewatched The Master. That movie's still fucking amazing. I have to, yeah. I have Andrea to wanted to remember. watch some movies on cults, and I'm like, we're starting with The Master. Uh, you had other stuff in there, right? Uh, mostly just horror movies. I, I, we, we, because of the whole Conjuring thing, we rewatched a bunch of the Conjuring Universe films. Okay, what's gothic? Uh, that's an old Ken Russell film based on the re- the creation of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. You watched Terminator. I have recently watched Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> I recently watched Terminator. I watched Terminator for the first blood on first blood the same day because I'm like, I'm gonna watch some eighties. Yeah, I'm gonna watch like two of the best eighties films. I like rewatching. Yeah, I I still like it better than the second one. I do too. I, I know the second one is the... Everyone loves it's the best action film of all time. Blah, 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 blah. Like the first I will rewatch The Terminator over Terminator 2 every fucking time. Yeah, I am... I like how dirty and grimy it is. Yes. And... I mean... I, he, the idea of Arnold has certainly softened uh, over the years, but at the time, it was he was terrifying. Yeah. Um, because it's very much a Jaws-type... Mm-hmm. This is the thing you can't reason with. He doesn't stop. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you can't talk him out of it because mm-hmm. he, he, he simply can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> and I understand and and like uh, how the second one. There's actually <laughs> the Terminator has character growth. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't mean it's worse because of that. And I'm, not, I'm saying worse is is mm-hmm. not the right way to put it. Uh, but I, I just like the first one yeah. better. It's still a good film. Yeah. I highly enjoy it, but I will pick Terminator. I like I like Kyle Reese. Yeah. You know? I like scared Sarah Connor. You know, it's right. it's awesome to watch Linda Hamilton turn into a fucking badass. But it's kind of fun knowing that in the first one, she's she's a waitress. Right. You know, well, she, that's where she you is get thrown the, into all this. You get the that's why you, you get very horror movie vibes because she is the victim that has no idea why she's even being chased by Freddy or Why is this guy killing everyone except Sarah Connor in the fucking phone book in (laughs) work? What is happening? Sounds like a scream plot. Yeah. You know? Man, what do you think? 4K though, because I watched watched Terminator in 4K. Well, not a lot, but there's some Schwarzenegger swinging dick in that one. Is it really? Yeah, you know that scene when he's walking towards like Bill Paxton to steal their clothes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boy, you can see a lot more. Yeah, in like 4K. I don't, remember, I don't remember that in the HBO version. But there it is. I mean, it's just it's highlighted yeah. every two seconds when it's penduling, penduling back. <laughs> it's like, oh, light source. Nope, uh, light source. Oh my nope. gosh. 
But I was like, oh, that's the magic of 4K right there, folks. Yep. Now with now with more shorts of dong. You are welcome. <laughs> yep. But uh, yeah, uh, and also the Nun Two is coming out soon, and apparently the Nun Two is way better than the Nun was. You did not like it all. The, first the Nun one, sucks. Correct? Yeah. The Nun sucked. Nun was awful. But I'm hoping this kind of does like because the first Annabelle film sucked, but Annabelle Creation, oddly enough, directed by the same guy who did Shazam, David Sandberg, is really really good. So I'm hoping I've heard the Nun Two is very good. So I was like, oh, really? okay, I might even rewatch the Nun just to. Remember what it's even fucking about, because I have zero recollection of what that film involves. I <clears throat> I have seen the uh, pitch meeting. So <laughs> there's a pitch meeting for the nun. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, do you want to watch it? Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen it. Uh, I will pause. All right, we're back. Uh, we watched the pitch meeting for The Nun. Yeah. Pretty accurate? I'm going to say yes, because again, can't fucking remember <laughs> any of it. But sure. Um, you said you were you're meaning to go back and, and go through all the pitch meetings? Yeah. Of just the channel itself, yeah. you mean? Yeah. Are you not a... Uh, See, I may, as soon as it comes out, I watch it. I, I do too, but there's just, I didn't go backwards oh, okay. on anything. I, because <laughs> Tilly likes them too, I th- she just likes the back and forth. Sometimes sometimes we just go to the page and hit play. And, and that's just, what I should do. And just let it go, and watch it for like two hours, and watch like 20 of them. Um, that's how Tilly and I roll. <laughs> well, there you go. Because that's the type of viewing we can both agree on. That, and we watch, we do a lot, of, we have a whole playlist of, uh, it's just YouTube Tilly music, it's just, uh, she likes, uh, you know how there's like a bazillion, mm-hmm. like cover bands, yeah. not even band, cover people on, mm-hmm. on YouTube, covers of, uh, Tilly's favorite song in the world, Hand to God, is uh, Fast Car. That's so crazy. That is her favorite song. Uh, time After Time is one of her favorite songs. That's awesome. Wrecking Ball is one of her favorite songs. Um, and there's there's just tons of covers of all those things. But uh, yeah, she likes the she likes the acoustic covers of uh, Time After Time and Wrecking Ball and um, Fast Car. We do not like the... Because I guess uh, Luke Combs, a country person, covered Fast Car. And it's like the biggest song in the world right now or something. Really? So we, being huge fans of that song, uh, we listened to it and... Oh, no, I think I have heard that. I didn't know it was Luke Combs, but I did think I heard, I think I heard that, and I was like, this I mean, is not good. I mean, on one hand, it's pretty hard to fuck up Fast Car. Yeah. It's still a great song, but like... It didn't sound right to it me. It doesn't sound right. Uh, but there are some very good covers on YouTube. Um yeah, so that's uh, th- that's what Tilly and I, that's our YouTube viewing habits that we can both agree on, is uh, just letting pitch meeting go or uh, covers of, of uh, classics. Um, yeah, now on pitch meeting, he is, every other episode is, he's watching one from like five years ago and then saying what he would do different and mm-hmm. saying what oh, his yeah, thinking was. Oh yeah, I've watched was. a couple of those. I like those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
because it, it was a way to because doing one every week was getting exhausting. So because I, I that's what I, it also. And he answers questions and stuff, and I think this has been asked, but it's got to kind of take the fun out of because you're doing this because you love movies. That's mm-hmm. how you started it, but it's kind of got to take the fun out of it. Mm-hmm. At, you know, I agree. At, at some point, it would be like it's to me. It's like people that say they would love to be video game testers. I would fucking hate that. Oh, yeah, because you're just your whole for forty hours a week or whatever. You're playing bad versions of games. Yeah. That's why, like, I never, because, like, Andrew's always wanted me to start a YouTube channel talking about movies, and part of me is just like, yeah, it would be super fun. Yeah. But at the same point, like, it's a lot of fucking work, man. It is. And, like, we don't, we don't even fucking edit, really. Oh, no. No. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. If you're, like, if you're going to do it, do it. You have to. because yeah, I know, like, Nate, Nathan with the video monsters, like, he goes through and fucking edits them all yeah. and inserts stuff, and I'm like, I can't bring myself up. There's just shit I'd rather be doing. Right. If you just want it... If it was just... I'm going to watch a movie and get in front of a camera and talk about it for about an hour. Yeah. And you want to watch me talking? That'd be great. Yeah. No one's watching that channel. Right. <laughs> like, right. No one's fucking... I will never get monetized off of it that. Will, it, would only, it would only work in a streaming environment. And, yeah. And the, uh, the... Getting an audience that way would be near impossible. Yeah, exactly. Because I fucking wouldn't watch it. And right. <laughs> And you'd have to be like, hey, guys, I'm going to watch fucking whatever before. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you were on at the same time every week or something. and But, I, but I then, then you have to still do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And even that is like sometimes like, fuck, that's a lot. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It is. Something but anyway. I can't bring myself to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think now that uh, draft season is over... It's been easy to watch, you know, a movie every other night this week because we, you know, watching with Colin. Uh, but I think even now, now that draft season is over, my movies are going to pick up, and I'm going to try really, really hard to stick to what we talked about a little while ago, which is as far as what am I going to watch for stuff. I'm going to go back about to when I was started buying '70s movies. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm going to go back to like about spring because I've bought. Maybe a hundred. <laughs> I've probably bought a hundred movies since then, and maybe watched twenty of them. And you know what's crazy? They're starting to announce four Ks for a lot of that shit that we bought. I know because it's I like know. a bunch of the Eastwood stuff, like Play Misty for me. Yeah, like, I saw that. I'm like, God damn it! Awesome I was, that they're coming around to some of these, but damn it, can you wait a few years? <laughs> well, I, I know I'm going to rebuy the Dollars trilogy. Yeah. Um. But it's very frustrating because they're right now they're showing up in the sale bin, the 4K. It's it is a specific 4K sale, and but the only one they're all three are in there. There's no the bundle is not on sale, which is shitty. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm willing to do that sometime. Like right now, I have had the 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 Born series bundle in my cart not in my cart but in my wish list forever i'm just waiting to see it go on sale and then i'll buy it i'll pay that'll be my fee for my 4k upgrade Mm -hmm. um it's 35 bucks right now if it goes on sale for maybe 25 20 yeah oh 20 it's going to be an immediate yeah um that's fine i'll pay that i want to do that with the dollars trilogy but that's not Mm -hmm. that's not for sale not on sale it's like it's, I think it's thirty, maybe for the trilogy. Um, 
but the one but they're all showing up in the sale bin but only good the bad and the ugly is actually on sale and it's like 7.99 the other two are 12.99 mm-hmm. like and that's what they are regular that's yeah. what the fuck <laughs> i don't know uh i did buy um and this is actually the second i think this is the second time that movies anywhere has failed me when you messaged me and mm-hmm. and told me lone star was for sale on sale was for was 4.99 I keep that one specifically in the Movies Anywhere mm-hmm. wish list because it's a Movies Anywhere movie and it is not showing 4.99 on the really? Movies Anywhere app cuz every every what day do the sales they do I just Tuesday, got the email I think yesterday Tuesday or, and Friday are yeah. the sale day are the days when sales change cuz there's or Tuesday you know, yeah Friday Yeah Tuesday is the weekly sales and then Friday is the weekend sales mm-hmm. um and the Tuesday ones go Tuesday to Tuesday and the Friday ones are Friday to Monday. Uh, and so I have that, so it should pop up on Movies Anywhere because I'll check my, my Movies Anywhere app every Friday. And it's actually, it was it had been for quite a while the first thing in my wish list, so it should have had the little sale icon and it did not. Mm-hmm. God damn it. <laughs> I am still bummed that it's SD only. That's all it's available in, man. <laughs> like it's never had a Blu-ray? Nope. Never had a Blu-ray. I mean, it, the DVD itself is impossible to fucking find. Yeah, I remember you, yeah. we talked about that. Because I don't own it on DVD. No. I have my fucking VHS. It's like one of like... Yeah, because I was going through a couple of months. I have a box of DVD, of VHS tapes that I still have. And it's like, nope, it's still there because, like... Maybe films just are, have never been fucking released. Standard Def looks so bad on oh, big TVs, yeah. though. Yeah, it's it so bad. So bad. <laughs> I mean, it look, it'll look bad. I mean, this... What is this? 32? Mm. Roughly? Yeah. Uh, it looks pretty bad on this, but on the big TV. Watch it on your phone. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. I might watch it on, my, on the tablet in bed. Yeah. That might be the best, the least annoying way to watch it. No, one of these days, and again, it's sales has already had my, my one put into the Criterion Collection. I'm hoping just one of these days someone will put out a good... Because most a good majority of this catalog isn't available or very hard to get. Like Brother from Another Planet's hard to get. Um, that one's hard to get. Uh, Men with Guns is fucking hard to get. Limbo is not easy to find. Casa de los Babies is hard to find. Basically, like, his mid-80s to mid-90s run of films are hard to get with the exception of like fucking passion fish passion fish and the secret of Roninish. those are out there all the rest tough to find uh i i so with is the condor is getting a 4k coming out too i saw that yeah uh i wonder if that's why it was for a bunch of stuff that has recently come out in the criterion collection yeah. kino warber got the 4k yeah release rights um I was able so w- with Lone Star included. I was able to get some long time wish list sitters uh, that I was sure were not going to get into the four ninety nine rotation that we landed in the last couple weeks. Lone Star Excalibur. I was not expecting that to ever pop up, but it did. What's, what's it? H- oh, it's HDX. Yeah. Oh. It sh- I only, should still be there. I only have the DVD, and the DVD does not look great. It should still be there. Good. Check it out. That's one of those movies that. Um, I just, I, I, it's like pocketed away in this little time frame for me. 
And then I like never thought of like when I when we were like seven eight. Yeah, because it was on HBO right around when HBO first came. Yeah, and I remember thinking, oh my god, this is the Knights of the Round Table. Yeah, King Arthur this is gonna be awesome. And then me watching it and like being weirded out by it. Yeah, because it's fucking John Borman. <laughs> yeah. So like as a kid, you don't realize that. Yeah. And so, and you also don't understand that that. It is in at least some way in in little pockets of the universe culturally relevant. Mm-hmm. So like I was shocked as an adult to be like, oh, people know this movie. Yeah, it's one of those. It's yeah, also it's like, you feel like you feel like you had this isolated experience with it. Yeah. Same thing with Beastmaster. I know. I'm I, like, I love that Beastmaster is like as well regarded. Or- yeah. In the internet as it is. Like, everyone fucking loves Beastmaster. I thought it was like, I don't know, I thought like kids my age of a certain time were the only people in the world that like this movie. Yeah. Nope, everybody loves nope. it. Nope. <laughs> uh, but that's how I kind of always thought of Excalibur. But, um, uh, Con Air, so your copy of Con Air is right behind you because oh. uh, we didn't even watch it yet. Uh, but that was the one um, <laughs> Robin thought I was watching when I was watching The Rock, and then we decided that we would watch Con Man, Air. I tell you, which studio is it? I can't remember. Touchstone? The ones that did this stupid fucking dis- jacket design. Oh, yeah. When the blue, when the DVD, when the Blu-rays first came out, where it's like, half of it is just... It's just the silver D. The silver D for yeah. high definition. Yeah. I'm like, I fucking hate that. <laughs> uh, I bought Three Days of the Condor, a movie that I've have that I do not like that I did not like the first time I saw it but I know it was part of it was just kind of filling out the collection of that era of movies gotta have gotta have the paranoid stuff man and I'll watch it again uh and see what I think uh Flight of the Phoenix I was very happy to get um the original how many times has that been made uh it was made to Sahara I know that and then there is a there's like a 2008 Flight of the Phoenix um, I, I feel like uh, Dennis Quaid is in that or something. Could that be, sounds right. Could be totally wrong. But. Uh, Flight of the... There's a 1965. That's the one that I just bought. Uh, there was. A, you are correct. The 2004... Look at that! ...is indeed uh, Dennis Quaid. And Tyrese! <gasps> Maybe it's tied in. This is where he got his flight training for the fast. For when they go to space. Right, for when they go to space. So that wasn't unreal. That was <laughs> that was very uh, character appropriate. Uh, 48 hours. Another 48 hours is four ninety nine all the fucking time. All the fucking time. Mm-hmm. But 48 hours never is until last week, and it's the 4K. Witness is coming out on 4K, too. And we got the 4K for four ninety nine. Nice. Uh, or the UHD. Uh, and then uh, the last one, and we talked about this last time, that was the Sorcerer. I have never seen... I've never even seen it, period. No. I had I had to buy... Let it, alone like I said, it was one of, it in was, a sale. It was that and uh, Children of Men were the first Region B purchases I made because I wanted to watch Sorcerer, and the Blu-ray that had been put out was so out of print, it was like an $80 Blu-ray. Yeah. And I can't bring myself to ever pay more than like $40 for a Blu-ray. The, it has to be loaded with shit. The downside of uh, hitting all these four ninety nine things and buying a lot of stuff like Armageddon and Con Air and stuff of that era, uh, I accidentally bought Terminator 2 twice. <laughs> because I was sh- sure I had bought it already when it popped up on four ninety nine. And if you click on it, it will tell you if you own it. Yeah. 
and I was like, well, I guess I didn't do it. So I bought it. Um, no, I had bought the director's cut <laughs> earlier. Uh, and then I just bought uh, a couple weeks ago. I hate when they don't come together. I know. And it's a, so stupid. And a couple weeks ago, I purchased the theatrical, which is the one I ended up watching because that's the 4K one. The other one is not. Carlito's Way, also coming out on 4K this month. From how, did Arrow. I, how did I get it? Oh, HDX. I thought I, I thought Blade Runner was. Oh, that's not cool. What? I don't want. I bought twenty forty nine, but I thought it was four K. It was not. It's not. Nope. Weird. Yeah, I finally got the a four K of Blade Runner like last week or two weeks oh. ago. Even though it's it's the final cut only. It's it. I was bumped. So I'm like, why doesn't it have the theatrical cut on this? Why doesn't it have? It's like a, it's fucking four K. It has the space. It wasn't. It what that wasn't a four ninety nine. That was I. Uh, it was a disc to digital. I scanned your oh, copy. Okay. So I might not have even been given the option to get four K. Yeah, because yeah, mine's Blu Ray, definitely. Yeah. So it was two dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think because I know if you like if you scan a because uh, one of yours that I scanned, I don't remember which one it was, was a DVD, and they will at for five dollars you can get the HDX mm. version. Yeah, or just get the SD version for two. But there isn't an option to go from, if you're scanning a Blu-ray, to get the 4K. Cujo, also coming out on 4K this month. That Which was, again... That was a 4 I have a really great Blu-ray edition of that. I don't need to upgrade Cujo to a 4K. Yeah. I just don't. Certain things you don't need to upgrade to. Well, I, I was always... And it's funny, because it was until I started watching these... Actually watching a lot of these 60s and 70s things. I said that... I didn't really for older movies. I didn't really care to get the 4K, but like then you start watching some. Good, of them the bad, and the like, ugly in 4K is fucking awesome. Yeah, like the the dollars movies in 4K is fucking awesome because I didn't even watch my version of it because they were streaming on something in 4K and I watched that's probably like, HBO Max. Yeah, yeah. Um, they look awesome. Yeah. And what was there was another one that was just shocking how good it looks uh it looks like you don't believe it was it still looked like a 70s movie yeah turns out you don't need the graininess it's just it's the editing and the music it's the <laughs> editing and the score that makes it well that was like uh this past week we have a roku downstairs for the downstairs tv and a roku upstairs for the upstairs tv we had recently bought the new roku for the upstairs one yeah and had been using the roku we've had for a couple years for the downstairs one even though the upstairs roku was a 4k and the, but the upstairs TV is not a 4K. So we oh, just, oh, 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 okay, yeah. But the one downstairs, because I suck, I lost the remote for it, and we can't fucking find it. I don't know where I set it down. I said it. It's one of those things where I'll find it in like the, <laughs> the weirdest of fucking places. I just happened to have it in my hand when I went to go do something, and then... So we had to pull the one from upstairs to the downstairs TV, which is a 4K. Holy fuck. What a difference that makes with, like, regular TV. Like, even, like, we're just watching a cooking show. Oh, yeah. And we're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, this looks even better. So we're like, now we're not even going to try to find the remote. We're just going to buy an, another a new Roku for the upstairs one and call it good. Buy a new fork. Buy a look, new Look how Roku. good this looks. God, that does look good. Uh, I have Once Upon a Time in the West up. Yeah. That looks damn good. Like I, I would have. I don't know if I ever knew those barrels said olive oil. <laughs> it was just, Honestly, it was just a grainy, yeah, something or other. 
I just probably assumed it said olive oil because the last word. I think I, you could make up the oil part, but maybe not the olive and the oil. I'm going on a memory from way back on that one, so I could be completely wrong. I don't know if... So right now, the only one I have in 4K is Once Upon a Time in the West because um, I don't think uh, Fistful of Dynamite is 4K. Where the hell is it? I don't know. It's in here somewhere, but I think that that's the only... I don't even know if that one's available in 4K. I guess I could look it up, but whatever. Uh, anyway, we, go, we uh, got anything else? Uh, I think we're good. All right. Well, we'll uh, maybe be back on a more regular schedule. It does. It's odd that it seems to be easier to record during the school well, year. Well, it's just during the school year... We're very scheduled. Andrew, we don't plan on making weekend trips ever. Yeah, it's like we save, we wait for vacations. Right. Where during the summer, like when we expected our Springsteen trip to be like, we're just going to go to Boston for like a day. Yeah. Maybe, and then it's like, oh well, no, let's go for the whole weekend now because we can go see sure. Springsteen. Sure. So, yeah, that type of thing happens. But yeah, during the during the school year, I think we'll be much more regular. Uh, there, yeah, HGX only. Anyway, I was just curious myself. Okay, uh, so yeah, we'll be back when we're back. Uh, football is starting. The next time we record, football will have started. That's crazy. Football starts Thursday. Chiefs and uh, Lions. I'm just, I am just fingers crossed that the 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 Lions they're getting the premier opening game Thursday night on an island. <laughs> With the Chiefs. Yeah. I don't expect them to win, but I want them to put up a good showing. Yeah. I want them to put up... If they're going to lose, I want it to be 35-32 or something mm -hmm. like that. Or more. Yeah. Um, good luck, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> best of, best God, of luck. God bless you. Uh, we're all, we're all kind of rooting for you. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to... Uh, Having red zone again, so that'll be good. Um, so we'll be red zoning it. So we'll either we'll probably well no we'll still record at the same time right. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. These aren't fucking live. <laughs> I'm like make sure there's going to be we might have to change the recording time. All right, so uh, we'll be back when we're back.